When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back, movie trivia showdown fans. It's the Inner Geekdom Tournament. There's only two matches left in the first round. And man, oh man, patrons, you guys are in for a treat here. If you are getting this early, we were waiting for him. He has made his return. The former two-time king of the Inner Geekdom division, the killer, Mike Kalinowski. He's making a step back into the Inner Geekdom ring. We never knew if it was going to happen again, and he said it was. And he's going up against... Greg Alba, some thought he played his way into this tournament. Some thought it would be the Warfather. Well, Greg Alba said, nope. And not only did he say nope, he did it commanding with a knockout to get here. That is correct, Christian. And as magnificent of a job as you did uh, introducing Killer, you still somehow undersold just the amount of intimidation that he brings to the table. So let's look at Greg Alba first, because he's kind of a mix of the old and the new where he's entertained us for years. But new, as far as how much this guy knows about the inner geekdom, I had no idea that it was that deep or the breadth of that know-how. But then, of course, you talk about just the name Kalinowski. Now, when I hear it, I think of skiing in the great movie Aspen Extreme. When a competitor hears it, fear and terror hits their heart because that guy is a killer for a reason, not because he's actually won it. No, he's a, listen, this is going to be something to watch here because both factions are scrapping right now. You look at what the quirky mercs have done. Even in Star Wars, where they came up short, but Joseph Scrimshaw fought to the wire in that match against Andrew DeMolanta. And Laura Kelly, we've seen what she's been doing in the Star Wars division for corruption, but the quirky mercs had both of the rejects win their matches, and both are advanced now into the quarterfinals. So they're on a roll right now. So are corruption. Corruption had Chance Ellison beating Mr. Paul Oyama. And then you also had Laura Kelly, who did very well at Star Wars, and Mike Kalinowski. 
Mike Kalinowski is a, is a former two-time champion. He is the reason we had our first Intergeekdom tournament. He is a legend and icon in the game in general. He's a former team's champion also, but the Intergeekdom is where he made his stay. He went from being a competitor that people said, okay, you know, Mike's uh, Mike's got a lot of personality, but he's now a legend. He's a, he, he, If you had the Rushmore of Intergeekdom, he, he's up there. Oh, yeah, and you talk about this uh, redemption tour, if you will, that corruption has been on, led, of course, by the manager, Shannon Barney. And if you want to compare her to, like, a Daenerys Targaryen at her peak, she doesn't have three dragons. She does have one cute dog, but now she's also got her lead horse going into battle in Kalinowski. And then the, the quirky merch, Christian, lovable, sure, entertaining endlessly, but they really could use some points here today and what a better way to do it how much bigger of a stage do you need than if greg alba could somehow upset mike kalinowski and i'm not going to put anything past him at this point because he showed up and he showed up big with a knockout um because it doesn't matter how many uh, maybe you maybe your, your opponent isn't answering a lot of questions but the, the point is he was answering a lot of them and it was the reason why he was able to get the knockout and get himself here because you're right if he's able to beat mike kalinowski and it's nothing against his ability, Greg Alba. It's one of the biggest upsets of all time. There's no doubt about it. And he knows it. He knows it going into it. And Mike has made it clear or had made it clear that maybe the inner geekdom wasn't going to be a thing. He's going to he's going to focus more on teams. Him and Chance had their had their big number one contender match before the, the lockdown happened. They had got themselves to the number one contender match. They'll still get that title shot. But remember, Chandru. And Mike, we're going to play. And Mike was like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with IG. I just don't want to play anymore. And it wasn't because he was scared of Chandra. He didn't want to play anymore. But the opportunity came, and he put himself there for corruption. And here's where we are today. That's right, Christian. As you can tell by my moniker, I am a doctor. And in my world, if you say if then, that's called a hypothesis. And where in previous seasons, you would say if somebody could defeat Mike Kalinowski, and we'd stop you right there. We'd laugh you out of the room. But with Greg Alba, not only are you still in the laboratory, it's time to experiment. All right. Well, I want to say that I always get excited to watch these promos, and I'm going to shut you up and shut me up, and here we go. I want to prove that I am the best intergeeking player this league has ever seen, and you're the next stop on that. I was always doing things for you guys. Well, guess what, guys? I ain't doing this for you guys anymore. I want a manager that can make me win to get the three belts. That's what I'm doing this year. You're all on notice. You saw what I did with one hand tied behind my back. Not anymore. I'm coming after everybody. You got it. How foolish of you all to believe that for even a second. The man who made the Intergeekdom League what it is today, the two-time Intergeekdom champion of the world, the last man standing from the old guard, would watch his faction fall into trouble and choose to do nothing about it. Now I know that Koi got stuck between a rock and a hard place and he had to make some decisions fast. He chose to sacrifice a young, incontinent boy by the name of Greg Alba to a division in which, quite frankly, he doesn't belong. And your winner, by way of knockout! A little tired. People counting out my boys in the Schmodown because I feel like they see it as some sort of hierarchy where there's like this elite squad and this B squad. And I'm here to tell you my entire faction 
It's made of mercenaries. Y'all completely counted out the real rejects in the Intergeekdom, and then we went two for two. Y'all were sleeping on the real rejects as a team and as individuals. Greg Idris Elba was uh, also sleeping on his Intergeekdom abilities, but I knew. I had faith in that guy, and he played like a champion. If Greg Alba beat Mike Kalinowski, it's a wrap for KO. It's a wrap. Michael Kalinowski, the god of the inner geekdom. I mean, what a lot of people might not realize about Michael is he's actually single-handedly responsible for getting us the Snyder Cut now. In the original draft of Avengers Endgame, Mike was the one who reversed the snap. You know why the next Avatar films are taking so long? It's because Mike hasn't agreed to star in them yet. The man's incredible, all right? I don't know, like, he can do things no one's ever heard of. Wish me luck. I may have gotten lucky on that play Greg, you're gonna need a lot more than luck to take down the king. Like we said, the hype is there because anytime you get Mike Kalinowski in a match, you're you're going to be ready. You're going to be ready for the excitement that he brings. He's a top tier competitor and he's here today to make his return. And it really brings something special to the fact of what Greg Alba just did to get here. It's He's got that kind of Cinderella story thing already happening. So I'm pumped for it. The personalities are big and you can tell. Even the, the the little jabs that that I don't even there were little jabs the big jabs that Shannon was taking at Koi and Mike still holds a grudge on Koi from that uh, that that victory that Koi has over Mike from all those years ago so the bad blood is still there and I'm excited to see it Mark are you ready to get going Oh I am ready to get going man I mean you see Greg Alba being cheered on by his you know very buoyant manager and then with Kalinowski you've known the guy a lot longer than I have I can't imagine he was that confident before he met Shannon Barney I think she's only furthered and reinforced what his confidence maybe going into cockiness is for today's match. Well, speaking of both the queen of corruption and Koi Jandrew, here they are right now. The queen herself of corruption. Shannon is here and of the quirky mercs. Koi, let's start with you here, Shannon. This is something for you guys because of what has happened over even the last couple of weeks. You said it to your credit that everyone was counting you guys out. Laura Kelly has shown her uh, ability in Star Wars. Chance Ellison wins the big match against Oyama, and here is Mike. How confident are you going into this match today? Oh, I'm feeling pretty darn good about this. So we've got nothing to lose here. Mike is our main man, and he's ready to do business. I am calm and cool, and I am feeling good. Koi, this is a big match for Greg. We didn't know. It, uh, he was going to be here. We didn't know that the, the real rejects were even any good at Intergeekdom. And Greg shows up with a massive KO as he beats the Warfather. This is a different type of match. This is a different type of competitor. How do you prepare for a Mike Kalinowski coming into this match? I like being the underdog. I, I've said it before. The geeks are the underdogs. That's why we're here. I prepare for this by counting on Mike's overconfidence. Mike Kalinowski is the only person I've beaten the Intergeekdom. And I'm really excited to do that, again, do that again today because it just feels comfortable. We're going into this comfortable. I talked to Greg about his nerves. I talked to Greg about how this is just another match. But at the same time, it's a championship match because we're playing a champion. But I want him to go in calm, cool, collected because I can beat Mike Kalinowski. Greg can beat Mike Kalinowski. 
Yeah, you know, Shannon, Han Solo once famously said, never tell me the odds. Now, usually that's something you hear from underdogs, but I'm curious, in your coaching of Mike, do you want him to know that he is the heavy favorite here today, or do you want that to not play into his mindset pre-match? It doesn't matter. Uh, Mike is engaged, and he's not worried about whether. I mean, Mike is always the underdog. You want to talk about wanting to be the underdog. That is the story of Mike Schmodown careers being the underdog. So no matter how high up the pole he gets, there's always someone there to discredit him or make him feel lesser than. So I don't even think that's a thought with Mike. Uh, he's ready for Alba. He's focused in on it. And it, I don't know if telling him or not telling him would really make a difference at this point because it's a different Mike Kalinowski. All right. Well, thank you to both Shannon, the queen of corruption, and Koj Andrew, leader of the Quirky Mercs. Good luck. We'll see you in just a moment here as I put... Both of them in the waiting room there. Mark, before we get to it, there are the standings as they lay today. Look at corruption where they are in the rankings. Both have earned some points as we have seen both with both the Inner Geekdom tournaments and the Star Wars tournament for corruption. And obviously the quirky mercs have made some headroom. But this is for all the marbles right now. First round, first match for Kalinowski. Second match for Alba as he plays in. Are you ready? I am ready, man. It's going to be the last chance for one of these competitors to get points for their faction in this tournament, so let's have it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first, representing the quirky Mercs with a record of one win. No defeats and one knockout in the inner geekdom division. He is Greg Idris Elba. Hello, Mithra. How are Hello you? Hello there, Christian Harlock, Mark Ellis. It I'm is excited a- to be here. Always nice to see. You. Um, I am happy to see, you. and and I'm happy to see you in the in the first match of the uh, tournament. At first, I thought it was the quarterfinals. It is not the quarterfinals. It's the first match for you. Um, and this is after your play-in match against the Warfather, to which you even seem surprised at how well you did. Oh, uh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you see yourself up against someone like Mike Kalinowski, a two-time Intergeekdom champion. How are you feeling going into this match? I think it's a really big leap from Warfather to Kalinowski, but I'm going to do my absolute best today. <laughs> question. I love that underdog mentality. Uh, if I was to ask you, because you've been studying these movies so intensely, if I put you in the MCU and I say, okay, well, Greg, as far as the inner geekdom goes, which phase are you in? Do you feel like you're still in phase one? Or do you feel like that victory has propelled you into a new, better version of yourself? I would say I'm in Age of Ultron phase right now. <laughs> like, that's about right around where I'm at. Yeah, those I was be like phase one and a half. Well, but you know, Greg, I don't. I I know that you you don't give yourself enough credit. We've seen what you've done before, not only in the Schmodown with in teams, you guys big victory, your inner geekdom playing match. You're a, you're forced to be reckoned with when it comes to movie fights. Uh, you've done so much uh, in this space already in the in the short time that you've been in it, and uh, and. This is another thing where I don't think it's fair for people to count you out. And I don't know how many people are counting you out anymore because of uh, the victory of Warfather. But how how do you prepare from Warfather to Kalinowski? Uh, A lot of B12, uh, (laughs) a lot of bang energy drinks and uh, a lot of looking into movies that I've never seen in my entire life. 
like Green Lantern. I watched the Green Lantern just for this show. Never seen it before. I love studying for this show. It's my <laughs> favorite thing in the world. <laughs> right, well, Mr. Alba, we'll see you in just a moment here. And his opponent representing corruption with a record of six wins, five defeats, and two knockouts. He is the former two-time movie trivia schmodown inner geekdom champion of the world, Mike the Killer Kalinowski. Mike Kalinowski, the killer. Gentlemen, gentlemen. How you doing there, champ? Well, I'm feeling good, my friend. I'm feeling good. What else is there to feel? Back at the desk, back in there to geekdom. Here we are. Well, what, what, what can I say? Well, listen, this is something. I'm, I I'm listening. I got headphones on. I'm listening. What do you got? Good for you. Good for you. Now, look, I think that there is a lot to be said. Let me ask you the first question when it comes to the inner geekdom. Did you just say, let me ask you this? That's my line, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I get a let nickel me, for every time you say that. Let me stop you right there. All right. Um, so when it comes to the inner geekdom, you had made it clear right. to Clark Wolf. You made it clear to me that inner geekdom you were going to put on the back burner and that you were going to focus on teams now corruption put them was in a little bit of a hole and the tournament was announced and you decided you were going to do it why the decision of returning to the inner geekdom division you said it all right there it's the fact that at the time you know uh, there was that potential ig match against chandrew but i also had the teams match and i had to look at where I was in my headspace with as far as what can I study, and I've learned from my mistakes from last year, from going from three belts at a time and how split my focus was. I knew that belt, that team's belt was in our grasp, and I said, you know what? Let these kids, you know, these Hannahs and these Chandras and all these Parkers that come in, let them play the inner geekdom. I've done my time. I've made my name. I've cemented my legend in IG. Uh, I want that team's belt back, and I know Chance is hungry for it, and we worked for it. We got it. And then things happen in the world, you know, and, and it's a beautiful fortune of events that have now on my end changed things. And it's a horrible fortune of events in the world that have all kind of serendipitously come together because then I looked at my, our faction and corruption. We're uh, dead last at one point. And I was like, all right, well, this ain't, this can't stand. Uh, and things opened up and I said, let's go in our inner geek. I don't remember if you remember this Christian It's after, I think after the Smets match, or it might have been after, like, if I, I think I told you, if I had, or back when Rachel and I played and I lost my belt to her, I had said to you, I was like, I want to go back and I want to play every IG competitor. I want to run the gamut, I said. And you said, no way, dude, that, that you're too high up. That's not worth it, you know. Uh, but I was like, no, I want to test myself against every single player. Uh, and here we are. And a lot of people are saying, you know, you know, oh, you're not going to beat Parker. You're not, I'm not even thinking that far ahead because it's not about getting that belt. It's about getting points. That's what it is. I'm not playing for myself anymore. I'm playing for my faction, my entire team, my entire group of people. That's what the Laura Kellys, the Chance Allison, these guys are dominated, they're doing fantastic. And we're all helping each other study because we're getting points. And look how far we're moving up already. Already we're moving up. So this is just one match at a time I'm playing here, getting points for the team, doing what I do best. 
You know, Mike, I, I got to wonder how many times it took you watching Rocky Ford to grow the exact replica of that beard that Stallone <laughs> has when he's training in Russia. But then I also think, well, maybe Mike's looking at Rocky Ford not just for beard advice, but also as a metaphor, because Rocky was at one point the belt holder. He was the champ. And although maybe that's true, he felt like he had to strip his game down and start right back in the barn and climbing snowy mountains to get back on top. Is that how you feel going into this match? Absolutely. Let me tell you something. There was I had lost the the thrill of IG studying. It was gone after Comic Con last year. And I got that belt back. It was gone. I have jumped back into IG studying, and this is a testament to my faction, to Laura, to Chance that are constantly every night. Chance and I are watching three, four movies, texting each other, sending each other pictures and jokes from the movie. Uh, I am studying harder now for this than I did two years ago for that IG tournament. Three movies a night. And I found that love. I found my groove again for studying again. Um, well, I, my- I, I, I could take a picture of my notes and then all the other notes added. It, it like doubled because, you know, the league has stepped up. You know, you got these new kids coming in and, and everyone knows they're a crap. And it's like, OK, these kids came in. They show what they did. I'm the last of the old guard. I'm the last of these old guys that have been playing, you know, and here we go. All but right. I'm not, I'm not discounting Albert. Like I saw his match. I don't know what to expect. And I saw his match. I was like, that's a great match. Great match. But this is the guy that pissed himself on stage. So we're going to leave uh, it at that. Well, speaking of that guy, there he is. Right there he is. There he is. It was really inspiring everything Michael was saying. It was <laughs> really inspiring. You got pants on this time? You can piss yourself? I do have to go to the bathroom again, but I'm oh, going to hold it in for you. Oh, going to be a long match for you, Sam. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. Mark, the competitors have entered. Let us get to the rules of round number one. Uh, that's my cue. Here we go. Gentlemen in round number one. In case it's been a second or a minute since you last competed in an inner geekdom contest, there are 10 questions from 10 different corners of inner geekdom know-how. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. No stealing in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever utensil on whatever tablet you prefer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote into your camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. I'll remind each competitor, you have three usages each of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Not sure you heard a question right. You want to buy yourself another 15 seconds use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge. Could be initiated by you or your manager, but it must be officially ratified and issued by your manager. You can do that at any point throughout the three-round contest. Christian, the competitors look as sparkly as my jacket. I'd say it's high time we start asking some questions. All right, we'll start with Mike Kalinowski. Are you ready? Let's do it. Greg, are you ready? Let's do it. Then let's get ready to schmodown. All right, here we go. Question number one, category number one, is from the MCU. In Guardians of the Galaxy, what planet is the capital of the Nova Empire? Ooh, and with the first question, Mark Ellis is out. <laughs> Me too. And five, four, three. I think we have our two, one. Hands down, please. Got to give the time. And Mike. Xandar. Yes. And Greg. Xandar. That is correct. That's all I needed for this match. Thanks for having me, Mike. I appreciate the opportunity, buddy. (laughs) All right. Next question. Next question is in the world of Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. And your question need the name of the actress who plays Janna, a former stormtrooper 
in The Rise of Skywalker. Need first and last name. Uh, Christian, I actually knew this mm. one. Um, one for two? Anybody cares? Five. No. Four. Three. Two. One. Pens down. Greg? I saw Mike wasn't writing anything, so I didn't write anything. Mike? No, I didn't have it. Looking <laughs> for Naomi Aki. Ah, I'll remember that for next time. Okay. Okay. All right. So next question here. Next question, guys. Uh, Middle Earth. What is the name of David Weenham, W-E-N-H-A-M, David Weenham's character, who is the younger brother of Boromir in the Lord of the Rings franchise? Got to interview Naomi Aki and Kelly Marie Tran together. Uh, Right. Yes, you did. Yeah. Good and stuff. The lights. Five, four, three, two, one. Mike? It's Faramir. Faramir is correct. And Faramir. Faramir is correct. High game, 2-2. Two, two. Our next question, Mark. Question number uh, four. Yeah, I love how Greg kind of peeked at his answer to make sure it was right because he <laughs> forgot. <laughs> He's All trying right, to a different pronunciation on it. <laughs> Your next question is in the world of DC movies. And DC movies therein, you'll find the villainous Laurel Hedare in what 2004 DC film? Hedare spelled H-E-D-A-R-E. Five, four, three, two, one. Start with Greg. Is it Catwoman? It is. And Mike. Catwoman. Three, three. Three, three. Uh, We have a tie game here, Mark, as we get to question number five. Marvel Films is the next category. Marvel Films. Who directed Punisher Warzone? Uh, Christian, when you were uh, into the comics... Where did uh, Punisher rank for you as far as, like, got to get that every week in very, your uh, inbox? Very high. Five. Yeah. Four. I got number one. Three. Two. One. Pens down, Mike. Lexi Alexander. Yes. And Greg? No, didn't have it. Didn't, didn't have, it. have it. All right. So Kalinowski finds his first lead here. Four, three. Four, <clears> three. <throat> to our next category, Mark. That's uh, question number six. And that would be from the wizarding world of the boy wizard kid. Your question. In Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, what does Harry repeatedly say to himself when the sorting hat begins deciding where to place him? Uh, Christian, Lexi, and Alexander and I still buddies. Do you remember what she compared me to? Which cartoon character? I I remember. It was TJ Detweiler. Or... Three, accurate. Two, one. Pens down, please. And Greg? Is it not Slytherin? It is. And Mike? Not Slytherin. That's absolutely right. Five, four. Mike keeps his one-point lead as we get to our next question, which is Star Trek. Star Trek. Which Star Trek film has the characters Zefram Cochran and Lily Sloan? And they're writing very quick. I like that. Yeah, me too. Me too. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Mike. First contact. Yes. And Greg. 
Star Trek First Contact. Yes, sir. Six to five. Six to five. Sorry, seven to five. Seven. Seven to what the hell is this? Uh, I think it's six five. Hold six on, five. Yeah. I could be wrong, six, but five, six, you're right. You're he right. only has one more point. Got. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do it. All right, so it is six to five. Six to five. And our mm-hmm. next question mark is question number eight. And that's in the universe that you adore so very much, Christian, the DCEU. Mm-hmm. And your question therein. In Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, what does Lois Lane call Lex that he says is a three-syllable word for any thought too big for little minds? Great question. I do like this question. I like this quote. And this movie, I liked scenes a lot. And five, four, three, two, one. Pans down, Greg. Is it terrorist? It is not, Mike. You're psychotic. Psychotic is correct. Darn it. Seven, five. Mike terrorist takes two points. <laughs> Mike takes a two-point <laughs> lead. Uh, number nine. Number nine is heroes and villains. Who stars as Lamont Cranston, also known as The Shadow, in 1994's The Shadow? Finally, he comes up in this movie, this IG. Finally, this movie. Saw this movie on the big screen, and they had a trailer for Time Cop, and it blew my mind. Time Cop is awesome. Four, three, two, one. Hands down, please, Mike. Alec Baldwin. Yes, Greg. Alec Baldwin. We see ourselves eight to six here, Mark. Eight to six as we get to question number 10. Yes, we do. And now we're going to roll up our sleeves and reach our palms deep into mixed bag. Who the hell knows what's in there? Let's find out your question for a point. Who plays the character Jack Jeeves, an alien who owns a pawn shop and also deals in illegal weapons in Men in Black? Nice little dose of the 90s here with these last yeah. questions. Yeah. Here come the movie trivia schmoes. Five, four, three, two, one. Greg? Tony Shaloub. That's right. Mike? Tony Shaloub. Tony Shaloub. So Mike Kalinowski keeps his lead here, 9-7. But Greg, standing toe-to-toe with him as we find ourselves a 9-7 to lead at the moment. Mark, we are finding our ways to round number two. How does that go? It's the wheel round. Impressive round number one for both competitors. But now that electronic wheel and its gorgeous, delightful sound effects is going to have its turn. Once you settle on a category, you're going to be asked five. Yes, it's Intergeekdom. Five questions from said genre of film. Each question is worth two points. No penalty for missing a question. Aha. But stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we promise is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. And I'll just ask both competitors if they can to kind of keep their palms or their fingertips where we can see them during the entire duration of round number two, even if it's your opponent who's being asked. Not quite that close necessary, Greg. (laughs) Thank you for the demonstration. Christian, it appears that Mike and Shannon are going to be consulting first on how they want to approach round number two. It is their decision if they want to spin the wheel or defer to the quirky marks. Yes, we're going to move both Coy and Greg out at the moment. Shannon, you have 60 seconds to talk to Mike starting now. Hold, hold one second. Hold on. Oh. Oh, never mind. Indy was trying to uh, get my attention because he wanted to let you know that you're going to spin first. All right. There we go. 
That's it. That's okay. it. Easy enough. Right. My spin first. Easy enough. All right, here we go. So here's the spin. We see how that relationship works, yep. Chris. We'll also have an additional 60 seconds uh, to decide if you want to stay or spin again. Marvel. Hmm. Skirting disaster. Start, starting now, 60 hmm. seconds. Um, let's go again, babe. Yeah, you want to go again? Yeah, let's go again. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what we got. All right, okay. there's the spin. Final. Feeling loose, Christian. I think he's feeling very confident. He is. I mean, he came dangerously close to opponent's choice there, but he hit Marvel, and now he sees himself in Middle Earth. All right, so Mike is now going to be answering five questions <clears throat> in the realm of Middle Earth. Mike, are you ready? Let's do it. All right, here we go. In Lord of the Rings, sorry, yeah, the category of Lord of the Rings, in the two towers, who says, let this be the hour when we draw swords together, fell deeds awake, now for wrath, now for ruin, and the red dawn. Theoden. Two points. All right. Who play in in the category of the Hobbit? Who plays Bofor? B O F U R in the Hobbit trilogy. Multiple choice. Is it A. James Nesbitt? B. William Kersher. C. John Callan. D. Aiden Turner. C. It's incorrect. Greg, your choices are A. James Nesbitt. B. William Kersher. C. John Callan. D. Aiden Turner. B. Also incorrect. Looking for James Nesbitt. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That's good to know. Okay. All right. In Lord of the Rings, the category of Lord of the Rings, what is the last line of the Fellowship of the Ring, which is spoken by Frodo? I know it, but and you want the exact wording, right? Yes. Five. Multiple choice. Is it A, Sam, I'm glad you're with me. B. Mordor. I hope the others find a safer road. C. Frodo would have gone wouldn't have gone too far without Sam. D. I am ready to go, Sam. A. A is correct for one point. Yeah, I didn't know the wording on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought, I thought it was, I'm glad you're with Sam. Wow. Well, glad is, you're with me. This is question four. Question four. Lord of the Rings. Which member of the fellowship? Attempts to steal the ring from Frodo in the Fellowship of the Ring. Boromir. For two points. You dragged that out, Mike. You know. <laughs> and your final. Is that your final? Is that five? This is five. No, he's got five. Yeah. All right. Final question here, Mike. In The Hobbit, which actor voices the necromancer in The Desolation of Smaug? Benedict Cumberbatch. For two more points, Mike Kalinowski finds himself with a lead 16 to 7, as now Greg Alba will have the opportunity to spin as we bring in Coy Jandrew and the wheel will be brought up. It is now 16 to 7, as Greg Alba will have 60 seconds to talk to his manager starting now. 
All right, Koi, let's spin. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Let's spin. You know, you, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses, and you did amazing in that first round. And we can see that Mike bleeds. That's what we wanted. That's all I cared about for today. Let's do this. <laughs> Here's the spin. So let's do this. Go into it strong. All right. All right. Let's spin. I control this computer. <laughs> Give me one I want. DC. Hey, Koi, you want to chat? Yeah, 60 seconds to chat. Same, same note as last time. Now, this isn't DCEU, it's DC. Right. So it's a little less erroneous, but it's also going to be some maybe deep cuts. If you feel confident, I got this shirt from your cousin Idris, so I believe in you. Mike knows DC pretty well, though, right? He knows all these pretty well. So but... he can steal if those things come up. But I, I think you should go with your gut, not his. Let's see what fate has in store. Let's spin one more time. All right. Okay, There's... I like it. Here we go. So this is, we'll be sticking here. Bring Mike back in just a moment. God, I hope it lands on DC again. <laughs> well, you're going to find out in a moment. It's, it does, but yeah. it lands on the DC. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, it's a little tougher. That is, that's, right. that's only eight movies, and they're more recent. You got this. All right, um, let's do this, buddy. Dropping boy out, bringing Mike back in. The DC EU. Mark, he's going to have five questions in the DC EU starting now. That's right, Christian. Not mortally wounded by Mike after Mike's run in Middle Earth. And now the score is currently 16-7, to 7, the final score of Super Bowl three, And we go to the DCEU for Greg Alba's five questions. Question number one. Greg, how many Justice League members make cameo appearances in Suicide Squad? Two. Batman and the Flash it is, and that is correct. Two points. Next question. All right, sticking with the DCEU. Who plays Jimmy Olsen in Batman v Superman? Let's go multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Michael Cassidy, B, Scoot McNary, C, Mark Edward Taylor, or D, Callan Mulvey? Scoot McNary? That is incorrect. Mike, I'm going to give you an opportunity to steal. Before you do so, I'm going to read off your multiple choice options once again. Is the answer A, Michael Cassidy, B, Scoot McNary, C, Mark Edward Taylor, or D, Callan Mulvey? It's A. It is A, and that's a big steal for Mike Kalinowski, Christian. A one-point steal there, too. Uh, So now we get to question number three, Mark. That is right. Back to Greg. Greg for two points. What does the S on Superman's chest stand for on Krypton? Hope. It doesn't make any sense to me either, but it's true. Yes, two points for Greg. All right, next question. This is question number number four four on your penultimate question in the world of the DCEU. What is the name of the chemical plant that Harley blows up after her breakup with Joker in Birds of Prey? Ace Chemicals. It is Ace Chemicals, and that's a huge two-point get as well. All right, so here's your final question here. Yes, it is. Question number five for everybody keeping score at home. For two more points, Greg. In the film Shazam, what is the first name of Billy's academically driven older foster sister played by Grace Fulton? Mary. Wow. 
Mother Mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom, Christian, and that means that Greg Alba has closed the gap significantly heading into round three. There's a good round there by Greg. Yeah. And Mike holds a two-point lead as we see ourselves with a 17-15 game as we make our way to round number three. Mark, how does that work? This is the round that will determine the match, gentlemen and ladies, unless we go to sudden death overtime. In round number three, we need you to help us out. We need a series of numbers from each of you. These numbers are three in total, and they may range from one to 15. You may not select the same numbers as your opponents. Each number corresponds to a different corner of Schmodown goodness. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one's worth three points. Your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five points points and keep in mind there is no stealing in round number three and there is no penalty for missing a question mike kalinowski uh the lead has been trimmed significantly by greg's impressive round two but you still have a two-point cushion so you will give us your three numbers from one to 15 first what feels lucky two three and eight two three and eight from mike and for greg hey coy can i ask coy something you'll you if you want to use the 60 seconds now you can uh, never mind. I'm trying to remember what his birthday is. I'll go for 12 for my girlfriend's birthday in February because Mike took the two. Uh, it's a 12. Nine for September. And uh, what number? Uh, what, what are the numbers that Mike picked again? Mike took two, three, and eight. I'm feeling 10. Let's do 10. All right. Now that both of you guys have put your numbers out there, we're going to start with Mike. And Shannon, you guys have 60 seconds. Shannon, you can say whatever you want in 60, starting now. Uh, you already know this is where his luck runs out. So take your time. You've got all your repeats left. You know exactly what you need to do. This is your strongest round. This is this is your game, baby. Go take it. All right. Thank you. And Koi, starting uh, with you, 60 seconds now. Um, I heard everything right, Shannon said. Right. That hurt my feelings. I just want to put that out there. But switch it. But switch it. You, <laughs> no, sir, are a pressure player. <laughs> yeah. No, but it. think about it. You're always good under pressure. You came in and you had an incredible knockout in your first round under pressure. You think it. of yourself as this big. I think of yourself as this big. You got this. Also, my birthday's in September, so you got one of those right, which is just good luck. That's all I This care is about. absolutely the round. <laughs> I have full faith in you, my friend. You just killed round one and two, and you got round three. Boy, let's do this. Let's kick ass. Oh, all boy. right, but uh, that's all right. You're all right. <laughs> so we're gonna drop. Thank you both, Koi uh, and Shannon. All right, gentlemen. So round number three, we are beginning now. Mike, are you ready? I'm, re- I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, Greg, you ready to go? Let's kick butt. All right, Mike. We start with Greg. Greg. Uh, Greg chose category number twelve. Mark. Yes, he did. Christian and category number twelve for Greg Alba is going to correspond for two points to the Wizarding World. For two points and to tie Mike Kalinowski at the lead. Greg, in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, what is the name of Hagrid's three headed dog? Fluffy. <laughs> Isn't it cute? And yeah. we are tied at 17, Christian. We are tied at 17 indeed. So we bounce back to Mike Kalinowski, who chose category number two. All right, Mike. Who said it? Who said it? These are quotes, and here is your quote. Which MCU character said the following quote? Why would I put my finger on his throat? Drex. For two points, Mike Kalinowski hits the two, and now we bounce to the three-pointer. Mark, 
That is category number nine, apparently for September. And we are going to... <laughs> Hooray, <over>. September. <laughs> we go to Greg Alba on that one, Mark. It is a good month. And Sonny Jorgensen's number corresponds to... Greg, we're in the category of Star Trek. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. And we boldly go into this question. In the film Star Trek Nemesis... What is the name of the shuttlecraft and dune buggy that Picard pilots? Five, four, three. Uh, I don't know, Defiant? Looking for... The Ben Affleck movie. The answer is Argo. Uh, I've been waiting for that question to come up for years. <laughs> Damn it. Sure. In a way, you still won that. God question. darn it. Yeah. All right. So we are going to stay with Greg Alba here, who has his five pointer. If he hits it, it bounces back to Mike, and then Mike's going to have to answer some questions. However, if he misses it, Corruption and Mike Kalinowski will advance to the quarterfinals. Uh, Mark, he chose category number 10 for his five-pointer. Yes, he did, Christian, and it's our nation's capital, and it also is D.C. That's category that he chose. And so, Greg, for your five-point question, to stay alive and actually to gain the lead, at least momentarily, over Mike Kalinowski, here we go for five points. Who plays the character Lucifer Morningstar in Constantine? Peter Stormare. We have a new person atop the leaderboard, and his name is Greg uh, Alba Christian. Yeah. Mike's got some work to do. Mike does have some work to do. He has now seen a Greg Alba hit this big five on the verge of being eliminated, but now he's going to have to make Mike Kalinowski earn it. If Mike wants to win, he's got to hit his, his three and his five. All right, Mike, you chose category three for your three-pointer. You went right back to Middle Earth, my friend. Here you go. In the Fellowship of the Ring, who warns Frodo that a member of the Fellowship will try to take the ring? Galadriel. Mm -hmm. For three points, and we have a tie game. All right, so worst-case scenario for Mike now, Christian, is sudden death overtime, but he still has that five-pointer for the win. Yes, so this is exactly right, Mark. If Mike hits his five-pointer... He I'm advanced. so surprised we're this far. This is crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. Mike advances to the finals if he wins. If he misses, we go to sudden death. Okay. All right. So, Mike, for your five-pointer, you chose category number eight. Category number eight, you chose the DCEU. Here you go. In Batman v Superman, we see Diana on a plane about to leave Gotham before deciding to help fight Doomsday. What airline was she taking? Turkish Air. And your winner! <laughs> Mike <laughs> Kalinowski! 
Steve, Mike, uh, Mike. Greg, <laughs> Greg Alba. Wow. All right, listen, we're going to bring back both Greg and Coy in just a moment here. Uh, thank you to both Greg and Coy. But listen, Shannon, it's another victory. That's another one. Big three points. Didn't get the four, but I mean, look, Greg Alba fought really, really hard. Mike looks solid. How are you feeling about uh, Mike's performance in this match? Uh, I'm feeling that, uh, Mike, baby, you don't get a day off. We're going back to the drawing board and your studying is not over because uh, you let him get a little too close for comfort. <laughs> I will say, though, it being your first match back in Inner Geekdom, I will cut you a little bit of slack. Come here. What was that, yeah. Andy? What was that? Oh, I think he said, I think he said, good job, Dad. You're the best. Well, Yay! Mike, look, yeah. Greg, Greg didn't make it easy for you. Um, no, and that, that's a testament to him. And, and this... Yeah. This is a new league, and I've said that. And this is a, you know, these kids are hungry. They want it. He took me to the end there. And the stuff I missed, it was, I had to play smart. You know, I, the, the Lord of the Rings, I knew the line, but it was, is it Sam? I'm glad you're with me, or I'm glad you're with me, Sam. And you, that'll lose a game. And the old Mike would have lost on that one. I would have lost the two points on it. Um, you know, IMDB gets me. Those who, who said it, we're going deeper on those who said it, or not who said it, it's on the cast list. We're not doing the top four or five people. We're going supporting cast now. I missed two of those. Um, but three, round three is my round. That's what I do. Those deep cuts. That's where I play, you know? Well, yeah. yeah. Mike, you, you hear in sports a lot that, that there's being in good shape, but then there's being in game shape. So I think that you you had your first game back after an extended layoff. How are you going to feel when you wake up tomorrow? Is there going to be some mental soreness, some emotional I'm exhaustion? going to be exhausted. But like Shannon said, like last night, I was up till four in the morning with Chance. We did a 200-question study session, and then I watched Aquaman again. Um, yeah, I'm done right now. But like Shannon said, this is just the first step. And I got to play better than this. I got to do better. I got to keep going. But coming back of what I'm coming off of back in December, December, I'm feeling great. The losses that I had on this, the, the questions I missed, I can't fault it. Um, well, it's a great it happened. Point. It's a great point that you make there, Mike. You know, it, last time we saw you in Inner Geekdom was when you lost the belt to uh, to Smets in Spectacular. It was a tough loss. You know, you're, you're documented as saying it's it's a tough loss, but you played solid here, really solid. And like you said, you, know, you missed a couple, but you still you held strong. Maybe did some stuff back in the day when you wouldn't have done. But you see yourself now going to the quarterfinals, right? Yeah. And now you see yourself up against an old foe in Eric Zipper. Uh, it's Eric Zipper, and once again, Shannon, it is the dungeon. But I want to start with you, Mike. How are you feeling going into this match with Eric Zipper? Because you know he's got a vendetta, and he wants something to prove against you. Of course he does, and he's got Kevin Smets in his corner, and he's got the whole dungeon cheering them on. But here's the thing. I got my feet wet. I saw where my weaknesses were. I got 27 points in my first game back. That's fantastic, 27 points. Uh, so, and I'm sure the people out there are like, oh, Mike's got to do better than that if he's going to take on Parker. Guess what? Parker's not even making it to the finals because my guy Chance is going to take him down. I'm not even thinking about that. That's a whole nother side. I got Zipper next. I do one match at a time. I didn't underestimate Greg. Everyone was saying, I'm sure the polls will come out, have me favored and this and that, but I don't underestimate Greg. I watched his first match and he kept me going. So he had great game, you know, it's, that's what this competitor is. And this, I'm proud this league has gotten to this point where everyone is good. There is no just kind of easy in. Um, but I'm ready, you know, I know that's the great thing about coming into a game. It's like, now I know where my weeks is. I haven't played in six months. So now I'm ready to go, ready to focus. Let's do it. I'm ready for another win. That's Shannon, it. any words for the dungeon and, uh, and Kaiser? Uh, 
Not really. I just hate them so much. The thing about Kaiser is he hates corruption so much because we're so similar. Our minds are too much alike, <laughs> and I don't think he likes that very much. So uh, he's going to have to rely heavily on Parker, and I'm sure Zip will come out ready to go, but it's not going to be enough to beat Mike. Fair enough. All right, well, Mike. Zippity Doodah is going to get his uh, day in the sun here. Well, I mean, it is going to happen. Zipper versus Kalinowski. That is the next match in the quarterfinals for you, Mike. Zipper is the next road to the semifinals. So congratulations to both Mike Kalinowski and Shannon and Corruption. And we'll see you in the next round. All right, right, here we go. So now bringing back both Greg Alba and Corey Jandrew. I got to start here with Greg. Dude, I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. Again, like I said in the beginning, this was, and I know you were impressed with yourself and the fact that <laughs> you hit that five-pointer and you took Mike, you you forced Mike to hit his five in order to beat you. So that's that's got to be, you got to be feeling good about that coming into your only second inner geekdom ever. You forced a two-time champion to his uh, five-pointer. I'm honestly feeling great about that. Like, it hit, it hit the point where I told Coy before this match, because I, I, I've seen all of Mike's matches. I'm a big fan of his. So, like, there was this weird sense of, I'm just I'm just happy we got this far. <laughs> and, like, when he got the point um, uh, of the Turkish airline, I, I had a reaction I wasn't expecting, which is, like, I'm kind of fanboying out of, like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I'm watching this happen, and I got this far with him. It, it blew my, I, I told uh, Koi beforehand, like, all I really care about with Mike is just to go the distance. I'm Rocky Balboaing in this thing. Yeah. I just want to go the distance with him. And if I could take him to his five-pointer, that would be awesome, you know, because I know everyone was like, yeah, you'd be Warfather, but you're going to be Toast. And I was like, if I can just prove I can hold my own, I'd be happy with that. And, and once again, like, big thanks to Koi for constantly uplifting me, including yesterday, because I have I really haven't been sleeping much. But I felt like for lack of sleep, I did pretty good today. And, of course, my girlfriend for all the – Positive support she's been giving me off camera too. It's 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 great to hear. It's such a tightly knit unit, Christian. Somebody should tell Coy that the Burger King just stole his cat. Um, <laughs> I I do want to ask Greg this question: Is that I mean, look, Greg, history is littered in March Madness with seeing teams who pull an upset or an unlikely victory, then in the next round they just get slaughtered. That was not the case today. You pushed a Titan to his very limits, to the brink of sudden death overtime. So when you look forward at your career, do you still see yourself as an underdog or do you see yourself as somebody who can stand toe-to-toe with just about anybody in any division? I mean, I, I don't really know the ins and outs of a lot of these players. It's like I gotta, I do have to study heavily for like a week at least leading up to this, like really late at night in order to do it because if I'm not studying, I'm forgetting. Um, so that's why I think I always feel like I'm an underdog because a lot of like even with this next with this match with Mike, I went back to study. I'm like, how did I forget so much already? <laughs> so I need to, I need to always stay sharp in order to do it. So less smoking stuff in order to stay sharp (laughs) well dr evil how do you feel about the fact that you know you had greg who exactly what mark just said he has he has that match with warfather was oh my god he knocked out warfather and then he scraps with a two-time champ and pushes him to the five-pointer and almost goes to sudden death i mean you've got to be feeling proud of this guy even if you know you guys are uh done for the moment I could not be more proud. Frankly, we went to the second round and I was like, that's all we needed to get. We wanted to see Mike bleed. We wanted to to quote the DCEU he knows so well. That's all we really were going for. So the fact that he actually got points over him at one point, the fact that we went to a sudden death, 
from the beginning, I've said Greg was a contender, and I feel like Greg was the one that doubted me the most and said that. I feel like from the beginning, it's me getting Greg to know that he knows as much as he does. Even in his just now conciliatory speech, he just said, I forget the things I know, but I know at the bottom of my heart, me and Spidey know that he knows all this stuff. It's just reminding him that he is a champion. He is absolutely inner geekdom champion material. It's reminding him of that fact. I'm wearing this crown both to honor Shannon, but also because Greg is a king of the inner geekdom. I am so proud. <laughs> he played so much better than he thought he would and played yeah. exactly as I thought he would. And that was that was a beautiful thing to watch. I was sweating just like, I was afraid for the camera to come on me because I was like, I look so nervous. You were just <laughs> incredible. I got to fanboy out over you, bro. <laughs> now you have one more horse left in the race as John Humphrey takes on the Barbarian here in the quarterfinals. But... Mike Kalinowski will be facing off against Eric Zipper here after his victory. But I did want to thank Greg and Coy. Hell of a match here, Greg. Looking forward to seeing you back uh, in the Inner Geek Team and in teams and everything, too. It was really, really good to see both of you guys here today. All right. So, Greg, Alba, and Coy, Andrew, Mark, this is what we could have hoped for. I mean, look. Mike Kalinowski, you, like you said, it. If you're going to look at it, he he is he's the high, he's the highest seed in the tournament. He's a two-time champ, and and he was pushed. It was reminds me of when Roca faced uh, Rachel Silvestrini in the tournament a, a couple of years back, and what happened? You know, she pushed him to the edge and forced. You have to force these guys to really fight, but it also shows on their side why they're the legends that they are. Mike Kalinowski now just one more victory. He's beaten the best of the best. He's beaten the new. He wants to prove himself every day. And you might, even though I'm sure he is rooting for chance, I know him well enough that he's he's not going to be upset if Parker is going to be there to face him in the finals if he is able to make the finals because that's what Mike Kalinowski does. Mike Kalinowski wants to challenge himself against the best. He just seems like that kid who's on the blacktop right now who doesn't really care who he's playing next. He just wants to get more reps and continue to improve his game. And with Koi Jandru coaching Greg Alba, Koi's energy works differently with everyone. I mean, you could see Spidey looks like he was trying to will himself to disappear from Koi's grasp. But for Greg, and I think for myself by proxy, every time Koi gives a motivational pre-round speech, you just want to go out and run 10 miles. I mean, he has such a positive effect on people. And so I think that's going to help John Humphrey as well. But when we look at this going forward, if anybody doubted, that these competitors were athletes. Now, look, maybe a classic athletic training regimen isn't 200 questions and watching Aquaman to top it off, but this is a mental athletic competition, Christian, and that was on Showcase again here today. All right, so here's where we stand. The Barbarian will face John Humphrey in the next match. Robert Parker faces Ben Goddard still here tomorrow to figure out who's going to play Chance Ellison. Brandon Hanna goes up against Alex Damon, and now Mike Kanowski will face Eric Zipper. That is where we stand today, and it is a hell, hell of a tournament so far. And I don't know, man. They just keep keep putting on these matches. I'm excited to watch it as a fan myself. Hey, we get to sit back and have the best seat in the house. And I'll close my piece today, Christian, by paraphrasing the wise words of Greg Alba by saying, the movie trivia showdown, the inner geekdom division, if you're not studying... You're forgetting. Well, I'm not going to forget this match, and I don't think you will either. So thank you, guys. Thank you to Shannon and to Coy and obviously to Mike and to Greg, the hell of it, and the team that helps put this together every week. Make sure, if you're not on over on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash the Schmodown, new content up all the time over there. Go watch that Star Wars tournament. The Star Wars matches are airing here now. Also, 
but subscribe to this channel if you're brand new to it. Watch these matches every Thursday and Friday and become a patron if you want to get them a little early and you get an exhibition match once a month. You can go on over to patreon.com slash schmodown. For Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. We'll see you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.